0: A lot of bullshit going on down
1: here. Da 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 oh, da, da. Here we go. All
2: right now
0: <laughs> There's so much bullshit.
1: No bullshit. Bullshit. Don't forget my little no heartbeat.
2: Colby, let's just do breaking news. double or bullshit. double or bullshit. No bullshit. Woo-wee! No What's the date? Uh, December 11th. 2020.
1: Hanukkah in action. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, everybody. My family yours. This, uh, Thank you very much for being part of this experiment, this family. There is a lot of you out there because you don't like to be bullshitted. And this program today, first day of Hanukkah, is it the first day of Hanukkah?
2: Uh, I believe it is, uh, yes, the first or second day.
1: Yes, this is the first or second day of Hanukkah 2020, uh, jam-packed, insane, diabolical NPR radio as it should be. Let me tell you what we got. State Representative Cynthia Johnson in the news telling this to Trump people.
0: So this is just a warning to you Trumpers. Be careful. Walk lightly. We ain't playing with you. Enough of the shenanigans.
1: You hear that, Mom? You hear that? Enough.
0: (laughs) It's enough. And for those of you who are soldiers, you know how to do it. Do it right. Do it, baby. Be in order. Make them pay.
1: I love y'all. Now, what does that mean, Mark? Karen, what do you think that means? We're going to find out. She's coming for you. She's joining us with her attorney, Todd Perkins, who I swear to God is a spitting image of Frederick Douglass, and one of the (laughs) finest attorneys in all of the Midwest, to which it said he'd win many more cases if he actually represented innocent people. (laughs) He'll be here lending support to Representative Johnson. Also, you know what I told you last week, folks? I promised you I was getting in those nursing homes and I did. Yes, I went and collected corpses with the body collector. He took me all through the industry to the crematorium, the whole nine. Jesus. Fascinating. And so we have a diabolical This American Life NPR style story. that will bring you in the middle of the program. And finally, our man on the streets, our crack reporter, comedian Detroit Red, is outside the Detroit unemployment office right now wondering what the fuck up is with this check? Why is no check coming? It's going to be a cold, cold Christmas. So Red's out there. That is our program for today. Love it. Bear with me. At the top of the hour, I would like to give you a word from all of our sponsors as we wait for people to join us. And I don't want to lose them in the program because it's, it's, it's going to be insane. So first of all, my great friends at American Coney Island. Yes, in the news. Actor John Hamm and Jimmy Fallon of the Tonight Show discussing the virtues of American versus Lafayette. Roll that tape.
2: American and Lafayette, they share a wall.
1: <laughs> Competing you don't like coney hot dogs. dogs.
2: If you don't like hot dog here, the exact same thing is, is right next door.
1: Wrong!
2: Not the same.
1: Wrong, John! Wrong. Beef hearts in the chili, not filler. Those are Vidalia onions. Not Spanish onions. <laughs> That's proprietary chili, not national chili, and it's clean, and they wear gloves.
2: Not the same.
1: And the proprietor's a dear, dear friend of ours, Grace Caros. Remember, things are tough. Things are closed. You might not want to go in the restaurant, but you can get the Coney kit. Go to AmericanConeyIsland.com. Do it now. Do it this weekend, before you can get in. For Christmas. In fact, don't. Don't get a Coney <laughs> kit. Be the last one not getting a Coney. Don't get one because I'm working 12-hour days.
2: Oh, boy. Pack these. Just well. yeah, setting records. It. I think you need to send one to Ham. Fuck Ham. <laughs>
1: no, anything, man. No, I love you, dude. But <laughs> well, that way he'll
2: learn, right, man?
1: Yes, that's right. Well, you know, Jimmy Fallon's a friend of American Coney Island. That's where, yes. that's where Jimmy eats. Yep. All right, so go to AmericanConeyIsland.com. Get your Coney kit. I mean... Uh, dude, I think it's already for this week's orders, it's like 500. Woo! I know. Good. Those are long hours. They're Good. packed with care.
2: Keep these small businesses going.
1: Yeah, keep them going. Keep them going. And then also, guess who Grace Carroll at American Corner Island is getting financial advice from now?
2: Uh, boy, well, I know who she should be getting it Who's from. Who's that? Uh, Barry Ellentuck?
1: No. No? No, that's getting help with <laughs> with the city, with uh, the bureaucracy. Okay. Luke Nowacki? Luke Nowacki! Right. I knew it was Technical one of two. Wealth Strategies. <laughs> That's not no, It's just pinnacle wealth, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, God.
2: Just call him, find out what it is.
1: Yeah, but uh, Luke showed up the other day, helped pack some kids. He did. Yep, had a drink afterwards. We ran some data on the nursing homes and the elections. What, you know what I mean? Yeah. Luke's is he sharp loves numbers will bring you some of those numbers. But remember, the most important number is the number of dollar bills in your pocket. Don't have them sit there moldering. Call Luke Nowacki at 248-663-4748. My household, my mother's household, many pension funds, American Coney Island. Nobody's too big. Nobody's too small. He is an honorable guy. Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Well, 248-663-4748.
3: Hit it. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Inc. member F I N R A S I P C Royal Alliance Associates Inc. is separately owned and other entities and/or marketing names. Products
1: or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Beautiful. Hey Maurice Davis. Flint City Council Vice President. Get the fucking song done, <laughs> I was please. Just gonna He's ask gonna you. do a, put that to his blues riff. What's taking him so long? I know I called him, he goes, I'm at the phone store getting my phone fixed. I'm like, then what are you doing on the phone? <laughs> Oh, wow. See, I'm confused. Busted. That's an investigation. Come on, Mo. Okay, listen. uh, Share, share, share. This is about ready to get going in earnest. Share, share, share. Right, Red? Don't answer that, Red. We got you muted. (laughs) Once you unmute Red, he don't stop. Yep, he's thumbs up there. Uh, Hey, dude. You know what's going on with mortgage rates?
2: I... I don't know. I, I can't imagine them getting any lower.
1: All time low. What? Again? That's impossible. What are you waiting for? Uh, how they do Re-finance it? Refinance that mortgage. Save some money. Do it now. David Hall 248 308 5000. What's the deal now? Uh the free appraisal up to $750. So they they they
2: pushed that to December yeah. now? Yeah, they want everybody to refinance. You haven't done it? I don't know what's taking you so long.
1: Yeah, you get a free appraisal. That's value of
2: $750. Just bless you, just see what money you can get back.
1: And save some money because Washington There's is screwing no. around. There's no help. You gotta uh, help
2: yourself. Get your stimulus stimulus from Hall.
1: Yes, listen, they can get this uh this refi done for you in 10 days, and they don't need to even be stepping foot inside your house. Amen. Right. Uh, what, 2,000 five-star reviews? Yeah, over. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're, it's, they're gangbusters. Call them now. Uh, 248-308-5000, Uh NMLS number 1467435. And finally, share, 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 share. <laughs> and if you're having problems navigating it, if the man is up your ass, Duggan's running for re-election, he got you cut out, you, everything's bottled up, your permits, whatever, your police outfit, you're looking for technology. You're looking for IT, shot spotter, You know, you know what I'm talking about. Again, honest, ethical, smart. ADR consultants. Call my friend Barry Ellen Tuck there. 248-318-9424. Uh, ADR for your company, your municipality, your construction firm, your law enforcement agency. They do it all. Honest, ethical, smart. ADR. Yeah. I uh, love all of you. All four. You notice, folks, we stick with them because they stick with us. We're not even accepting other sponsors at the moment. When we blow this out next year, and we go to two times a week, we will. And you know why we're going two times a week?
2: Because there's so much uh, bullshit out there.
1: There's so much bullshit news. You know it. You don't want it. And now you're not going to get it. Here's the real news. Let me welcome in Representative Cynthia Johnson from Detroit, Democrat, who... What was that, uh, Rep? Was that uh, the oversight committee when you were taking testimony Rudy Giuliani was sitting up there last week?
0: (laughs) That was the oversight committee that I'm a minority chair of.
1: Yeah. You're the minority chair of that committee. And I was watching it. And you didn't get to say a whole lot. It was the weirdest thing. Nobody's under It wasn't weird. You know, fucking well wasn't weird. They're full of shit. Bullshit, and you know it. Why? Now, I mean, that's a big statement. I mean, what was bull- it? Was bullshit, wasn't it? I mean, you got one question, and Rudy got to ask as many as he wanted. No, Rudy got to run the fucking meeting. To which, um, so you're getting nasty hate mail. I was watching it, and I thought you were kind of one of the stars of the show because you were treating it like the bullshit it was. You were asking your one question, which would be, "Tell me your name." And spell it. What's the capital of Idaho? Right? Why were you doing that? Just to sh- voice your displeasure at the process? I didn't, did I say what's the capital
0: of Idaho? No, I'm just... Nope. Throwing, I just yeah, you just <laughs> added that shit I just wanted I, to see if there's no. anything mixed okay, in with so that ginger
2: ale. You're on our list.
0: The purpose of asking that... First of all, you have to know my background. I am a former parole and probation officer. I've also been a collection age, uh, a collector, bill collector. So, my background is getting background information on people. That's what I do, that's who I am. I check shit out. So, when this woman came up indicating that she had been living in America for 30 years, I wanted to, and I knew she was more than 30 years old. I wanted to know what was her birth name. And Why? I wanted her to spell it.
1: Why? You because
0: when our people checked her out, went to check uh, to see whether or not she was even... She was, you know, went to check her out. We didn't find anything. So you don't parade people up in a... in a. You can't even parade people up in a courtroom or, or a hearing and not get their names and not put them under oath, especially for something so significant and important as this. So, this you, fucking uh, Trump is trying to overturn and take away our votes, and we ain't having that shit.
1: <laughs> no, I would, but so let me go back there for a minute. You wanted the woman's name, so the Democratic Party the operatives could run some background, some deep research on her to see if she was some kind of plant. Yep. Wow. Look at that, Mark. Jeez. Karen, you're low. Wow. You're in politics. Look at that.
4: Well, yeah, and that's, that's not a bad thing. I mean, you have to always, you kind of go with your gut and you know, Rev Johnson has talked about her background, which gives her kind of a leg up on perception of people and their character. If what was she, what was your conclusion Rep Johnson uh that she was put there as a plant what was the every of- single one of them
0: were full of shit and That's they a- were liars <laughs> And the Republican Party the leadership should be ashamed of themselves Well I'm going to say Carrying this. a fucking water for down I'm going to say this Shame on you
1: Look here you know trying to disenfranchise it- black people Well here's the thing Rep I was watching it and the first woman, the, the woman that was an, an immigrant, and, and the last two people were. made sense to me. They made sense to me. The, the middle chick, the blonde chick, Melissa Caron, uh, she's nuts. Okay, she's nuts. I, I get nude pictures. She's wow. actually pretty hot. I, I, yeah. I probably would have done her Wait, back in the uh, day. When you get nude pictures of her fault? I, I I got I got sources everywhere.
2: Yeah. Well, she worked. I mean, uh, she worked at a uh, bada bing. Why wouldn't I have them when she's
1: oh, posting? Why she's, would
2: you have them? Cause she po- being a misogynist. I'm not. I just
0: have
1: pictures. That's not misogynist. She's a new dancer. That's I mean, a, is that where you got them from? It was consensual. They're all over the place. Yeah, they are. <laughs> People just sent them. I didn't solicit them. I'm just saying. But you know, really not bad. But but what the stuff she was talking was Looney Tunes. The other people made sense to me, and I just felt the things that they they saw. There was a rational explanation for it, like refeeding ballots in that. If that happened, it was caught. Or right. when people were going to get blank ballots, I was one of the people going to get blank ballots. It's all explainable, but the the, the kangaroo nature of it just really is saddening. Yeah. It's 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 saddening. So now once this hearing is over, you're starting to, you didn't really do much. I don't think you really earned all the bile that you were getting. You started getting voicemails and emails described that for us, please. Trying to get to your state of mind once we get to this video now. So what's happening in the last week for you?
0: Oh, it's just been crazy, amazing, wonderful, Scary,
1: exhausting. Were you getting like. That's how it's been. Were you getting uh, hate mail, uh, threats, racist uh, bombs being thrown your way?
0: Oh, please don't put that out there. No, but there's been a lot, all of the email, with the exception, I think I received one thing from a black woman saying that I need to jump off of. Bell Out Bridge and called me a crackhead and, you yeah. know, all the stupid huh. childish things that that's all she did in that one. But uh, there were so many sane nigger bitch. I have never been called so many niggers in my life. Wow. Really?
4: Well, what, what, is, is there issue the fact that you don't, I mean, the bottom line is underline that you have a right to challenge and question and that you disagree? Have oh, you, can- know yeah. I, you know what? You know what? Thank you. Thank you, Karen. Bring me back to where, where we need to be
0: talking. That's okay. exactly it. Okay. Nigga girl, you, the, you, you, you talk too much. Well, you're only supposed to be there because we need you, your, your color. We don't need you to say shit. Don't ask us anything because remember, you have to stay in your place. But you're the representative. Your places. But I'm a black woman. I know. We are constantly under attack. Black women,
1: especially strong, powerful women. I like a good attitude. I like a a nice ass and a good attitude. (laughs) I really do. Oh, look at that. What are you drinking there?
2: (laughs) (laughs) The
0: Canada Dry. I bet. Uh, I did that purposely for all those (laughs) who called me a fucking drunk. First thing somebody's going to say when they see this glass. Oh, she over there drinking wine, stupid.
1: But you did make a video. It's going viral now. It's kind of been chopped up and everything. Where it looks like it was, you know, it was like wine o'clock, you know, little rosé all day. And you made this. Roll that, Mark.
0: So this is just a warning to you Trumpers. Be careful. Walk lightly. We ain't playing with you enough of the shenanigans. Enough is enough. And for those of you who are soldiers, you know how to do it. Do it right. Be in order. Make them pay. (laughs) I love y'all.
1: Bye-bye. Now, soldiers, Make them pay. Are you you threatening people there? Of course not.
0: I don't have a threatening bone in my body. But when I say make them pay, vote.
2: Did anybody else on the committee get any kind of threatening voicemail or text?
0: I'm not
1: sure. Yeah, that's They say they have, but <laughs> I haven't seen any proof. But here's the thing, madam. I listened to the whole 3 minute thing. No. Mm-hmm. I listened to the whole 3 minute thing. What it sounded like to me and I'm right right on down the middle. Y'all know that about me. Here's what I heard. When you listened to 3 minutes, it sounded to me like you were talking about economic boycott. You were talking uh, hit them in the pocketbook. That's what you said about a minute before that. But it does get clipped. It is exciting mm-hmm. to hear you with a glass of rosé. That was rosé, wasn't it? That was a rosé you were drinking. No. Nope. What was that? <laughs> See? No, 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 it no. Was the, not- the other night, it was like a Pinot Grigio, something like that. So
0: a- Boy, I don't even know what kind of wine that is you're talking about. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but if you listen to the whole thing, that's, that's exactly what I took out of it. And uh, I, I don't take that to be a threat. But I wonder why you're stirring the shit up like that. Aren't you afraid it needs to be stirred up Mm. Mm. and why
0: is that because there's so much bullshit
1: say that again we need that for a drop say that again you know
0: because there's so much bullshit like in government systemic racism is alive and well and it needs to be addressed it needs to be open Mm -hmm. we need to have discussions we need to start talking to one another. If you're not sure about what a person is drinking or what they're thinking or wh- what they're saying,
4: ask.
0: Don't make assumptions. You know what ass- assuming means? Make your ad- make an ass out of yourself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Make an ass out of you and me. Yeah, assume. Oh,
0: that, is that what that means? Yes. 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 <laughs> But see. Out of you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> A-S-S-U-M-E. A-S-S-U-M-E. You, me. Ass, you, me. Yeah, that's right. Okay, but so, <laughs> so here's... I
1: love it. Uh, you're right about the politics. There's one thing we all agree on. Look, you're in the middle of it. They're bad. They stripped your committee assignments. And before the show, you were, you were voicing your displeasure with both the Republicans and the Democrats. Yep. What do you mean? What, what's, what's your problem? They did me wrong. They literally, see,
0: you know what? The type of bullshit that I'm talking about and the, the hypocrisy, they add truth with saying, oh, or not truth. What they say is, Oh, we're against racism. Oh, that you know, that's awful. All those nasty things, uh, crosses being put on your lawn, uh them saying that they want you dead, killed. Oh, that's wrong. But you were also wrong for saying what you said. First of all, I asked them, did you listen to I'm asking, well, I would ask them, did you listen to both of the tapes? Because I only found out at 2 o'clock in the morning, yesterday morning, that there was a second tape out there. I had no idea why people were going fucking crazy.
1: What kind of tape? That original three minutes and how they spliced it. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I got that. My my phone was blowing up saying, do you know her? Look at her. And I looked at it. I said, "I'll, I'll handle it in the morning. And then I saw the full tape. Didn't think much of it. And then... The Republicans strip you of your um, committee, assignments. Committee, assignments, uh, and then, committee assignments and then the women of your own party are like censuring you for, you know, give her a break. Uh, she's under fuck pre- that. Give me a break. A break for what? That's what the governor said. What is the
0: saying? fuck did I do to get a Why should I uh, don't give me a fucking pass if I did something wrong?
1: I want you to address the governor right now oh, to tell her, Madam Governor, what?
0: Madam governor, you and I are, we, listen, I know, you know what? That's my friend.
1: But okay. You, you, I get mad at my wife. When my wife my wife sells me out, I let her know it.
0: I'm not really pissed off at the governor. I'm pissed off at my democratic caucus leadership that put out a fucking memo before they even talked to me about it. Wow. Hmm. Really? Put that fucking memo out. Rep You didn't even say, Cynthia, let's talk about this. Let let, let let me see. What do you think about this, this memo? When I first saw it, I wish I had it in front of me, but I don't. When I first saw that memo, I said, because I was meeting, having meetings, and my staff t- passed the memo over to me, and she said, and I'm talking to Leader Greg now, right? I'm looking at the mem- memo. I'm reading it. I read the first paragraph. It's okay. I get to the second paragraph. The motherfucker's throwing me under the fucking bus.
4: Rep. Johnson, what's your relationship like with your Democratic colleagues? What was it like prior to this? And how would you how would you describe it on a normal basis, on a regular basis? On a
0: normal basis, it's decent relationship um not with all but you know it's cordial I mean you know we all have our differences uh and and different personalities but overall you know I I was just totally shocked that even with my republican colleagues I thought we had I thought it was so much better but I was naive
2: representative what do you say to the people that say yeah those uh voice messages were terrible but you know you're you're a representative you should have a certain level of decorum and shouldn't have said what you said
0: i'm trying to fuck that can i (laughs) let me let me interject You, you know what yeah i was just about to say let now need the I need an attorney to respond. Uh, now we'll have, have the
2: attorney. Great, I had to bring the attorney.
1: Order in this court. Order. 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 <laughs> Mr. Perkins, you have you want you would like to address the audience? Yeah. So
3: I don't understand why people think that they have the right to restrict someone's free speech. Ain't um, that a bitch? You know. So she's colorful in her speech. She's a person of color. She owns it. She's not afraid of it. You know, and, and the thing is, what I think the atrocity of it is, is that people are not dealing with racism the way that it needs to be dealt with. When we use that word systemic racism, we need to understand what that really means. What that really means, if you apply the theory under what systemic racism means, it means that every person... Who is a person who is of the majority class, the oppressive class, has benefited from racism because it's part of a system. So therefore, if it's that system of racism that's what creates the defensive mechanism in a lot of white people who not who have never even done anything racist individually because they recognize there's a level of privilege you for that's that. associated with being white. And thank so you. So therefore, that. after that, you know, you go
1: ahead, and she says hey, what she hey, says. Hey, hey,
3: no hey. one has stood up for
1: her. Okay, wait. No uh, one. Uh, we're here, we're here, but thanks for that. Thanks for the definition. The point no, being- No, not a definition, just, just my own interpretation. Okay, look. But I think it's backed up by- Here's, here's, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say in, in clear English here, or less, less educated English, which is, uh, no, people like Trump, because he talks like that. And people like Coleman Young, because he talks like that. When somebody on that's opposed to you talks like that, you start laying into him. Now, That's right. in terms of the oppressed class, <laughs> there's like the working and poor white class that get it. They, they, they got an attitude. I grew up with them. They got an attitude. Same with the Latino. Same with the, the red man and woman. Same thing. So when people hear themselves expressed, I bet, representative, your constituents, kind of giving you a pat on the ass, giving you a call, saying thank you. That's what I bet. You've been here, baby. From me. There is—it's it's like people
0: have been waiting for this moment because you see, this thing is so much bigger than me. This has nothing at this point, right now. It, it's way beyond me. I didn't create this, the racism that we have in our country. My people didn't create it, and no. yes, they are. So 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 supportive.
1: Here's what we need.
0: See, because we And we're you at- know what? This is the thing. This is this is the time right now where we can really galvanize
1: That's those who don't vote. That, now watch. I, vote. I was I was gonna ask you that. Look, a strong woman speaking her mind getting taken out of context maybe I had a glass too many and you know, a little wine cock you know but I probably did honestly there you thank I, you no bullshit. need yeah you yeah, I did. I lie. yeah I did. I, of course you did I had a glass of wine the pressure got to me no I had more than a one
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and all this elected official Isn't
4: that what everybody wants
1: oh there you go let it all out But here's the thing. We're all feeling that. And you are a good uh, representative. You do work hard. I know your voting record. I know you're in the streets. It is a time to galvanize. So what I would ask of you is talk to somebody, say like my mom or my brother, one of them, I'm sure, who voted for Trump, who agree with your estimation of politics, that it's One set of rules for them and the cool kids, right? And everybody they're hooked up with. And then all the rest of us who are dying out here. Take this opportunity, if you would, to widen the tent. Could you say something to let the Trumpers in? If I can
0: take the moment to first speak to women. Please. Especially those who have been abused heavy, by a boyfriend or a husband, how did that make you feel? How did it make you feel when someone called you a bitch, someone that you love? How did it make you feel when he punched you in your face, when he choked you? How did that make you feel? Did you did you feel afraid? Did you share the did you did you sound the alarm, or did you just go along with being beat up? Well, we are in a time right now where we are in an abusive relationship, and Donald Trump is the abuser. He's the he's the liar. Mm. He's the man who have
1: choked your mama he's the man who had punched you in the face cynthia cynthia that's really not doing a lot to you know widen the tent you know just okay trump's a wife beater i mean that's not really gonna you know that ain't gonna fly they ain't gonna bring the country together i mean it's true as you say (sighs) that's the imagery was deep but uh you know i was looking for something like you know when we come together There's more similarities and differences between
4: something
0: like that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. We do have more in common than we don't. And I'm asking all of us just to keep your eyes open and listen to one another and know that we're not your enemy.
4: We who, when you say that. We,
0: when I say we, I'm saying black people are not your enemy. We all want the same things, the basic things. I want a nice home to live in. I want to make sure my children are in good schools. I want to make sure health care is provided for you. You want that too.
1: We all want that. And as the children, the children also want a kitty cat unicorn. I want a Green New Deal, I want, yeah. I want $30 an hour, I want free school, I want everything, and a kitty cat unicorn, and we can't seem to get our shit together, stand up in a civil, nonviolent way, and demand more out of this country, because all I see now is Taylor Swift gonna donate yeah. 13 grand, and that's some kind of news, because we're all fucking broke, and begging each other for some spare quarters. On GoFundMe. This is not a... Mm -hmm. You're you're the representative. We're broke. Red doesn't have unemployment anymore. What are you doing in Lansing? Where's the stuff? Why are the nursing homes fucked up? Why can't Lansing fix the stuff they're responsible for, representative? Why can't they fix it?
0: Yeah, why can't they fix the shit? Right now we can't fix it because folks are, are, are... are uh, coming down with COVID. It was broken we, we before then. And then in session. Yeah. In, two, in about two weeks.
1: Yeah, but everybody's still drawing their paycheck up there. Yep, that's right. And
0: I was one, I swear I was one, who went to my business manager and asked them to take at least 10% out of my paycheck. Did they? Nope. They said hmm. that it was. It was in the constitute. It was in the uh, it was in our const our constitution or some bullshit that, that like you that. You can't
1: take a pay cut. It's right. illegal for what? the bureaucracy to take a pay cut. <laughs> Here's what I got for you. Then I want you to take that ten percent. What do you make a year up there? What, 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 what do you make 70-
0: seventy? Seventy three plus ten thousand a year for uh, uh, ten thousand a year for housing. Uh
1: Oh, okay. So let's take the 70. I want you, madam, if you could. After tax, five thousand dollars. And I'd like you to take it to the Capuchin soup kitchen where they do good work. And feed people because they're going to be very hungry and cold. This Christmas. Can you do that? For so me? you want me to take how much? $5,000. Um, a month? No, just one time. <laughs> one time. Oh,
0: I can do that?
1: Okay, we got your word on that. I can do that. Okay, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Try to love one another. Give of yourself. And they're deadbeats up in Lansing yeah. who made it illegal to give themselves a pay cut. <laughs>
2: that sounds about right.
1: Damn it! Damn it! Okay, now um, I'm gonna let you hang around. I, I like it. You can hang around as long as you like. Okay,
0: say so you say, hey, listen. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, my attorney, make sure we. we, we <laughs> oh, what's his name? <laughs> yeah. What's the. What,
3: Ty, Ty Perkins. You, you're talking about the Capuchin Soup Kitchen? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, what, I need the location. I'll get all that information to you. All right. Oh, that we'll, is we'll a awesome. big awesome. deal. <laughs>
4: Or, Rev Johnson, what you can do, I'm not to undercut what Charlie recommended, take some cash, carry it with you. You encounter people in grocery stores that are putting things back and and counting items because they can't make the cut, walk up and just pick up the difference in their bill. That's the kind of stuff, in my opinion, that makes a difference all year long. I try to do that. You know, people, people are struggling. And sometimes that one-on-one connection makes all the difference in the world because they need to just get over that hump. So that's just a, that's just another option. Uh, my
1: representative, I don't think Karen likes you a lot, to be honest, because I, you you just read right between the lines there.
4: Oh, I said, what, how, I'm, I'm going to explain. I'm
1: going to explain. Crime, okay. crime is we know. You represent what the East Side. Represent- do you think that
3: she's
0: scared nah, to I a- represent
1: the West Side. But yeah. let me just tell you... Karen's so like, walk around with a pocket full of cash on the West Side start following- and start waving it around.
2: I'm going to follow Karen Nice around. advice, Karen. Right.
0: Girl, don't be putting no shit out like
4: that. I don't want to get robbed. Hey, I don't think anybody's going to rob you, Rev Johnson. I'm saying, just you can do it with a debit card, whatever. You know, if you're from the West Side, you, still you know those. what you're doing, how to do it. Come West Ooh. Side. Listen, oh, I
0: gave you... Thousand dollars just recently to uh, what's that women's group? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna oh. let you
1: say their name, but you gotta stop blowing your own horn.
0: Oh!
1: <laughs> I'm gonna blow my horn. Did you horn hear that horn? If, you don't, if I don't blow my horn, ain't nobody else gonna do. It. Who just blew the horn in the background? Was that that was like Gabriel? That wasn't a sound effect, was no, it? No,
2: not at all. Uh uh-uh.
1: Oh my lord, that was it meant to be. <laughs> that was weird. That was mentioned. To... Okay, now, um, moving right along. We're going to our next segment. You may hang if you like. I'm just gonna I mean, let me tell you something. I just, wait, just let me get myself straight here. Mm-hmm. Here's where I am upset, madam, with you people up there in the state. You people, meaning you politicians, <laughs> not the proverbial you racist white structure, you people, you know, the you people up there in the bureaucracy. Here's what we know about COVID. What is that? It's tooting <laughs> her own horn again. <laughs> I can't make her stop. We had six of the top deadliest COVID days in Michigan over the past three weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay. But there's something wrong with this. Let me explain. Yesterday was the seventh most recorded deaths in a single day with 182. Wow. But yeah. 132 of those people have already been dead For we don't even know how long. Vital records searches. With Luke Nowacki, I ran the data. Looked it up myself, ran. Over the last month, 40% of this spike we're talking about in deaths. I don't count cases. I count deaths. 40% of these deaths had already occurred. Let that soak in a moment. COVID is real. I have a very dear friend, the pitcher on my softball team, Bruce well. He's been fighting on a ventilator. It's real. But we're not being told the truth. 40% of the deaths already occurred. We didn't count them last time to make our response look better. Now we're looking at things that are not as bad as we're saying, not in terms of death. I'm not a denialist. I'm not. Okay? 50% at least, 50% at least of the deaths are in the long-term care facilities, nursing homes for shorthand. Why we couldn't clean those places up, protect those people, and then not destroy our economy by shutting everybody else down is beyond me because the real deal is this. Here's what's really going on. You know I'm related to a lot of nurses. I've got a lot of friends. Doc, the whole I'm out there, I know. The hospitals, not just the ICUs, The regular hospital beds are filling up. Some of them are COVID people. Most of them are from these institutions. Why are they in the hospital? Because we all agreed we don't want to send them back to the nursing home. We've created no new place for them to go. So now they're in the hospital. And we're getting the stay at home, don't spread it. And it's all about keeping the hospitals at a level. We could have done this another way and we still haven't let me give you what AARP what is that the um, American, Associ-
2: yeah. American Association American Association of Retired People, people. Yeah.
1: here they, they they have their dashboard this was from October 15th to November 15th it came out yesterday they're a month behind here's what they were seeing that there were 6 new covid cases per 100 residents in the nursing homes right up from 2 the previous month so it tripled. They saw it coming. There was one COVID death per 100 residents up from 0.3 the month before. It tripled. 42% of the nursing homes had staffing shortages up from 36%. And there were six new staff cases per 100 residents up from 2.5. Everything was rocketing. We did nothing over the summer except we had Lucido yeah. on, we vetoed bills, we argued about what we were going to do, and in the end, we did nothing. nothing. So, hmm. what did I do? I told you, I'm going to look. So I went out with a guy that collects the dead people. Think about that. Think about that. That's what I've been thinking about. Calcutta, Sao Paulo... Yeah. You know, who this is the most essential worker. Yeah. You can't have people rotting in the streets.
2: Kind of a thankless job, too.
1: Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't actually did it with him. Now, last week I said my person of the year if I was editor of Time magazine, I'm not cuz it's kind of an awful product. Mm. That's why it's dying. <laughs> that I would pick essential workers. On cue, Time magazine yesterday, announces the People of the Year. Yeah. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. What did you do this year? Wow. You...
2: They won an election because of their opponent.
1: Let... (laughs) Let them do something before you do... Come on. Yeah. So, I went out with my little recorder and my pair of rubber gloves and an N95 and I spent the evening... With the Corpse Collector. So look, this is an audio piece. This is diabolical NPR. This is This American Life, our style. I know you're watching on Facebook. So we have a few pictures. But close your eyes and listen. Because remember, above all else, this is a podcast. This is for people padding around their home. This is for Sunday morning. This is for shoveling your walk. But stay with us and just listen to it. And know why we're the most listened to our news in Michigan.
6: Name's Matt. We're going picking up a dead body. Use the left 18 then merge onto i That's 96. where we're going. COVID. Since March and April, I've had the mindset that everybody I come in contact with has got COVID. Matt Ziazio
1: is on call from 2 o'clock in the afternoon to 7 o'clock in the morning, cruising the streets of Metro Detroit in his black Ford van, waiting for a call from the police or a hospital or a nursing home to come collect the dead. He makes 30 bucks a body, 30 bucks the hard way.
6: Oh, an official job, we'd be a funeral director's assistant, nickname... Go with the body snatcher, dead body hauler. You name it, we'll do it. Bag man? Mad man, dead man. Watch out, here comes the guy who's picking up the dead bodies. Watch out. Oh man, you got a dead body? I'm scared of you now. That's all right. I'm scared of you too.
1: A dead man is much heavier than he first appears. And in those cases where the bodies have been infected by COVID an incalculable burden is added on.
6: You're just a bag man. Yes sir, unfortunately. But we don't like using body bags. No? No. What do you use, a stretcher? We've got a stretcher and a sheet. And then seeing that it is a COVID body, we do have a plastic liner that we kinda conceal the whole body into. So that way, it's out there, we're not spreading it around too much, but once we get to the funeral home, it's disinfect everything we've touched. What about yourself? Uh, I got the hand sanitizer here. We got other sanitizers. Right disinfect my West van State every day, Road. a couple times a day. Anything I touch gets wiped down with a sanitary cloth, and we go from there.
1: All through this pandemic from Calcutta to Sao Paulo to Detroit, you may have wondered, who collects the dead? They must certainly be the most essential workers of all. Or crazy. Doesn't it worry you? I mean, you're not not the thinnest guy in the world. Right,
6: not to me. I gotta have a lot of faith going with me. So if uh, I'm at that point, if the man upstairs wants to take me, he's taking me the way I look at life. So, I can't let it get to me. I'd lose my mind or wouldn't have a job if I let it get to me. Is it in the back of my mind? Absolutely. How many bodies have you picked up in the last nine months due to COVID? I can't even count the number. Probably over five or six hundred myself. Or in the two months, March and April, when it was at its peak or the worst, we were going 18-hour days. I'd get a call at... Four in the morning, I wouldn't get home till one in the morning. It was non-stop.
1: We arrive in the black van to a drab condominium. Ziazio works in silence. It's a gruesome scene. An old man dead near the door, naked except for the socks mouth and eyes glued open. When lifted, a gurgling noise wafts from the corpse.
6: All right, thank you. you.
1: Inside the van, there is no wall between the cab and the cargo area, no plexiglass sheet. The van fits two in the front, and two dead in the
6: back. Aren't you worried breathing vapors off of this corpse? Nope, personally I'm not. Can it be contracted off of a corpse? If you get too close and swallow any of the fluids, but. But I noticed when you moved him, you made a a sound like the gases came out of him. Right. So that could be pushing particles your way. When I had the mask on when they're moving them, when we had them, you always cover the face. Once you cover the face, just like wearing a mask, you know. He's not projecting out the COVID. So you cover his face. You cover uh, the decedent's face. And life goes
1: on in the suburbs.
6: And life goes on. Nobody knows no difference now. Nursing home coming up on the right-hand side. March and April, almost cleared them out. Picked up so many bodies out of there. Every day we were going there for one or two. Sad to see doing this a long time you see where like the trends you know where you're gonna get a call you know you're gonna be back there even walking down the, uh, the hallways you have the smell of death in there that you can you know you're gonna be coming soon and hey people don't even need to tell me room numbers anymore I can usually guess. Is that right? It's crazy.
1: After dropping the body at the funeral home, Ziazio drives to the crematorium, a mammoth processing plant in the middle of Livonia. He wants me to see. We're said to be in the midst of a second COVID wave. Crematory workers say there's no comparison to the first. No, 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 no. We're, we're, what are
6: you talking about?
3: We're not seeing the numbers that we did in April. Oh, not in April. Yeah, yeah, no, we're just no, seeing something, No. Is oh, it going up a little an bit an yeah we're, we're, we're starting to see it more now than we did two months ago i mean for two yeah. or three months in the summertime we might have had four or five total COVID. so yeah it is it is coming but once again they're all older people that are passing away that are you see it 80 85 years old
6: they're getting COVID. where are we going storage these are all bodies ready for cremation one two
1: three four five six seven eight nine
6: no, it's 12, you know, 12,
1: 11. I missed these. 12, 13, 14, 15. One just came in. 16. And
6: then they got more in
1: this room over here. Jeremy, a cremation worker, approaches. Are these COVID mostly? That? Are these mostly COVID? Um, do you, you even moment? know?
2: Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. Um, we've been getting a lot of like, you know, COVID question mark stuff. Like, is it COVID? Is it not? You know, like sometimes... I just assume they all are, you know, I mean, that's just...
1: As you're walking around, no gloves, no mask. You know what?
2: Market? I took a drink of it back in March, April. Like, was pulling one off the shelf, and I took it full right in the face. Uh, Unembalmed body, COVID body, and haven't tested positive yet, so I don't know. That's
1: a lot of bodies. So he shows me, wall to wall. Stacked four high, lined up outside the cargo bay doors. It's not like that today, but still, it's busy. Jeremy turns to me and asks, Can you tell them about us? Can you tell the public we're working hard, even if they don't know or don't want to know that we exist?
2: I mean, I literally got like PTSD from this shit, to be honest. I mean, I put up with it to an extent, but once you see so much of it, it's like, wow.
1: The day has gone dark now. It's cold outside. Diazio's phone pings. A nursing home run. He doesn't need GPS to find it. So it's just the same funeral. I mean, it's just the same nursing home. It's just, we're calling one side
6: COVID. Yep. I wonder how they separate them. They don't. I said. That size of nobody that's gotten tested or whatever, they're all negative. They'll put all the positives in one room. They'll pack up all their little shit and move them to an empty room on the COVID side. So it's still an open building? Still open. They're still using the same circulatory air, everything in there. The whole HVAC system's coming from one place. Is there a barrier? Huh? huh? No. No barrier? Huh? That's the shit you see there. I thought the... They required him to fix that. They don't do none of that shit. That's
1: just for us in the public, to see.
6: Yeah. Wow. You got a pair of rubber gloves on? Oh, yeah.
1: Wow. I noticed I've been saying that a lot tonight. Wow. Ask me anything about COVID data, COVID graphs, governmental double talk, and I can quote it. The government claims we put protocols in place to secure the nursing homes from the virus. This place is nicer than most, but still, the entrance is the same for everybody. One side serves as a COVID ward, the other side for the uninfected. Nothing divides the two that I can see. Looking down at the old body now, the only word that comes to me is, wow, just wow. God damn. Wow. Is sitting up there or no? Huh? We'll turn
6: it sitting on the table. Where? By the phone? This?
5: No? No? Nope.
1: Okay. Ziazio wraps the old man in his bed sheet, and then he and I lift him onto the gurney and wrap him in plastic. And then a blanket, and finally we strap him in. We leave through the fire door, and I can't help but admire the dedication of the nursing staff.
5: Merry Christmas. Thank you. Thank you.
1: He was heavier than he looked.
6: Oh, they always are. Always.
1: We take his body to a funeral home in a small town a few miles away. The back roads are empty and covered in a thin blanket of fog. So you're driving around with a COVID corpse? Yep. And you're not wearing any mask or anything?
6: No, sir. What's the matter with you? You know what? It's at that point.
1: Arriving at the funeral home now, our corpse collector lets himself in the back door by way of a key left under a mat. He uplifts the body onto the embalming table, then adjusts it to a dignified repose, head propped up, arms across the chest. Tiazio covers him and then shows himself out. And the key back under the mat.
6: At the end of the day.
1: And now you smoke a cigar? Yeah. Why is that?
6: Hide the stink and celebrate life. Hopefully they got it better on the afterlife than they did on this life.
1: You dropped that on the ground.
6: Yeah, planted landed over here.
1: In a COVID van. You gonna smoke
6: that? No, I just put it there. I'll cut a new one.
1: You're gonna smoke that?
6: No, sir. Yes, you are. No, sir.
1: You just put it in the, the ashtray. That's tray. so I
6: don't forget it, because I don't want it to get wet and end up everywhere.
1: Yeah, but then you're going to put your other cigar in there. i got to throw
5: it out the
6: window.
1: You were just walking all over a nursing home with a COVID guy in there. Yeah. I
6: ain't going to smoke it.
1: Well, now it it, it, it it touched the ground, and now you you just put it in the ashtray, in <laughs> then...
6: it? We're a bunch of sick fucks. <laughs>
1: 30 bucks the hard way. And a lot of hard miles left on that night. In respect brother for letting me into your life. It's really eye-opening. And you are one of my people of the year. Wow.
4: I don't think people have given thought to that, Charlie, in terms of what happens. I mean, it's almost like from a violence perspective, people don't understand what happens when the trigger is pulled, the impact that it has on the family and the person that has to deal with it thereafter. That's, that's a whole nother perspective that I don't think people have ever given thought
1: to. Well, you know, <laughs> there was no trigger pull, Karen. This is uh, it's not 9-11. This isn't mass murder. It's disease. We could be doing a lot more. I, I don't understand the response. I don't understand the government ducking and dodging and massaging, federal government, President Trump. Governor Whitmer, Governor Cuomo, the counties, the mayors, all of it. I I looked it up. The planning in the operation and the launching of D Day, that whole thing, from its conception to its execution, took seven months. Seven months. 5,000 ships, 200,000 troops. Seven months. We're in month 10, and we have no dividers. We have no HVAC systems. This is what we're doing?
2: It's a lot easier to do nothing when you're detached from it, when they're just numbers. I mean, maybe they should ride around with Matt. Maybe they should hear him say that they almost cleared out that nursing home back in April. Yeah. God damn. There's, so- there's a picture you had of him, and Joe, I don't know if you can pull it up, but he's got those stacks in front of him.
1: Yeah. Like you, if you're listening, you, you can't see, but you can go you know to the website and we'll put the picture up there. Matt
2: is um, sitting behind a desk in, in front of him stacks. It looks like note cards.
1: Yeah. Can you see it? Cause I cannot. Yes. It's okay. up there now. Uh, so that's him at his desk and those are the note cards and you'll see 10 stacks from the picture, the 10 stacks left to right. Those represent each month. That's a tag. That's a card tag for picking up one of the bodies. Okay. So, stack 1 is January, stack 2 is February, stack 3 is March. You see stack 4 April? By far the largest you see one. See it's double? Yes. Okay, and then you see May, June, July, August, September, and then October at the end there. Yeah, I'm getting so a little
2: bigger, but not nearly what April You'll was.
1: see it peaks and then it falls in May, and and it's just like those curves you see online, CDC curves. Yep, yep. Just put in Michigan um, COVID death data and you'll that's the first thing that'll pop up. So you'll see it rises sharply in April and then October you see it bumping up a little bit mm-hmm. again. Now they didn't have November because they were still collating those. But you'll see that thing probably rise up above October but it's nowhere near what April is. Yeah. Is it real? Very much so. Is it a n- national emergency? I believe it is. Did we focus this in a way that was healthy for all of us our children? My kid, I can see it, is suffering from that online learning, so much stress. I feel for all of you in these times of need, hunger, holidays, you small business owners, you restaurant people. I I don't understand what the plan was. And we do know. We we know who it gets. And I'm thinking of you, my dear friend Bruce, and all those that passed that I know, which is over a, a dozen people. People like Matt were there every every time.
2: Is there anything scarier than uncertainty? And that really is, that's really the thing. Nobody knows what's going to happen. We know a little bit more now, but with the economy, that's just what I think freaks a lot of people out, the uncertainty.
1: Future freaks me out. I don't know where this, well, where this baby's going. Uncertain from. future, exactly. So that's the thing. You know, back to it. Please just fix the shit. I know you have a party to plan, Madam Governor. <laughs> Is that gonna be a virtual that's right, is that gonna be a virtual inaugural party?
2: It doesn't sound like it. It doesn't. That's no, they've already they, no.
1: don't you don't
4: you think that's a little, in my opinion, insulting. I mean, under these circumstances, I think that it's appropriate to abandon process and protocol. I mean, it's kind of a slap in the face to uh, the American people and certainly the people here in the state of Michigan to pretend like things are normal. I just I don't see that as necessary. And I don't see where that's helpful in any capacity or, or in any capacity.
2: Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't understand when I heard that. Too, I was a little shocked or surprised. But, yeah, they built the stages.
4: But well, yeah. Why? You yeah. know, I mean, that's the whole problem. We've got so much process and no progress. It's all about how things look. Everything Karen, is performative.
2: They want to have their party. So that's why it's happening. <laughs> we
1: got stuff to do. I'm yeah. so tired. And again, I'll I do whatever it takes, folks. I, I appreciate it. You don't have to agree with me on everything or even have to. I, I hope you don't. But it's no bullshit. I, I will count the votes. I will lift the bodies for a night. Yeah. I'm not a hero, but I'm not going to sit here and just pontificate. I'm going to get in. I know how important your children are to you. That's the one thing that does bind us. And I want to thank the rep again from coming on. Yeah. That's ballsy. Just
2: <laughs> <laughs> fucking
1: sassy man! Get okay. your attention. And she did have a couple glasses of wine, and you all know what that's about. So let a human be a human. Anyway, you know, um, somebody also very close to me. It's getting bad. It's getting bad. A comedian, Detroit Red. His unemployment's running out. It's pretty hard to be a comic. You got to do live shows. Yeah. So we sent our correspondent, the number one news correspondent in this town. Comedian Detroit Red, who's now with us outside the Detroit unemployment office. Red, Red, uh, I can what? hear him now. What, 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 what are we seeing out there, Red?
7: What, what, what we're seeing is a lot of depression and anger, mostly from me. But uh, <laughs> let me tell you, this, this here shit done got out of hand, okay? So they booted me off the rolls early. Supposed to go to the day after Christmas. Happy freaking Christmas to me. Um, I I tried to call, I've chatted on the little messenger chat shit and, and, and the people don't even look at your shit and tell you, Oh, it's a technical difficulty. So after some frustration of trying that, I, I called up a buddy of mine that I know works for unemployment to ask them some questions on maybe they could help me. And basically he was just as fucking lost as I am. Okay. And what he told me was, is basically the system, it was not designed to handle all the claims. The money's about to run out because of all the thieving, stealing, fraudulent claims that's being made. All you people out there uh, taking your money and stealing the money and going to buy Cartier's and rims and clothes It's people like me really need the money. And uh, basically the system's not updated. They don't get information to the last minute. So while they trying to work from home to help people get their unemployment, they barely got any information to give them. So I came down here to the one of these Michigan works office to see if somebody can tell me why the hell Michigan ain't working right now and what the hell is going on. And I I got nowhere with it. Nobody's inside. I think they are working from home. (laughs) So uh, thank God for them, because as frustrated as I am, I was liable to curse somebody out. Uh, Christmas is looking bold around my house. People know I Uber. There's nobody to take any damn where. Okay, the governor has shut us down again, and I guess she's doing whatever the hell she can do, which I don't figure that out. So there's nobody to Uber. I'm fighting over Uber drives and Uber rides with other Uber riders. Um, The unemployment is supposed to get extended, but apparently they can't come up with an agreement. On how they extend it, even though this shit's about to run out. Uh, I think Mark said it best. Uncertainty. Yes, I'm very uncertain. I couldn't even afford the gas to get down here. That's how uncertain I am. I had to borrow some money to put in the tank to get down here. Well, what are okay? you gonna put?
1: What are you gonna put in the stockings then, bro? What about
7: that? Uh, I'm not putting shit in the stockings. My feet. That's what I'm putting <laughs> in the stockings because I can't afford underwear. Okay, they ain't give me my last two checks. So, uh it won't be no Christmas stockings. There'll be regular stockings. That's what they're going to be. You see, I, I couldn't even afford a whole pair of
2: gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Fingerless gloves on.
7: Okay. And this is so, I'm, I didn't want to have no mistakes, but, you know, Hey, they were 50% off, I guess, because it's 50% <laughs> of the glove. I had to jump on it. This thing got tight. I, I'm, splitting, I'm splitting toilet paper in half, okay? Have you ever tried to take one lit and wipe your whole ass? <laughs> y'all got to do something. Michigan ain't working, okay? I'm, a, I'm talking to the rep. I, I enjoyed her and everything. But, rep, could you go tell the rest of your people, hey, y'all getting paid. We ain't got shit out here. It's getting tough. I'm seeing we dealers fight each other just to sell one damn bag because it's the God's so bad. It ain't no unemployment. It's nothing left. Well, I can see Especially behind out here.
1: I can see behind you, Red. There's a, um, you know, there's a problem with the stocking stuffers, and there's probably also a problem with with the tree. So I see right behind you. There's a small conifer. A small. <laughs> p- maybe you could just when I leave, I'm cutting it down. <laughs>
2: it's the least you can get from them.
1: That building's I already there. paid.
2: I already paid the security guard six bucks to look the other way. <laughs> <laughs> that building shut down. There's nobody there. It's all no, online. No,
7: no, actually, because this particular um, Michigan Works building is uh, also have a uh, behavioral clinic. Okay. which I might be going to check in when I get you doing this live because I feel like getting very freaking re- behavioral. Um, and and then I think it's also a medical clinic in here. I might be risking COVID just to find out about my unemployment benefits <laughs> uh, yeah. right now. That I don't even know. Right. Yeah. The, the security guard here, I'm going to tell you, it's so unimportant that they haven't even questioned me on what the hell I'm doing out here with a camera, mic, and everything else. They're just like, hey, we're not messing with nobody. Everybody's broke. <laughs>
1: Broke people are stressed. I'm
2: sorry. Uh, what's the uh,
1: uh, what's what's what's, what's the uh what's what's the vibe out there? What's the vibe around uh on the streets around there, around the uh
7: Dead. Ugh. Dead. Everybody's locked down. There's nowhere to go. If you come in here, you really got issues or you need to refill your
1: prescription. Now, bro, the the mayor's running for re-election. Uh he's got a city that's just a wash in, in crime. Everybody's broke. There, there's no movement. What message would would you give to this guy uh, uh, as he asks for a, a third term? Fuck no, no more doo doo, no more doo doo from Duggan.
7: I'm just gonna be real about it. We we can't afford you. We can't afford you no more. We can't afford it. You can't get Detroit or Michigan working. He shouldn't get a third term. I'll be quite honest about it. He should go see his side chick. Like we found out a couple years about. Just take her off to the Bahamas somewhere. Go. We're done. No more of you, buddy. Um, maybe I can afford whole gloves if you're not in Detroit.
1: Listen, it's, this is hitting Who would you every- like to see run? <laughs>
4: uh,
7: who would I like to see One Anybody other than doo-doo. I mean, Duggan,
1: Representative okay. uh, Johnson, maybe?
7: I, I'd, I'd vote for her. She reminds me of Kay Everett. And that's what we need. We need some good old... East West Side Detroit up in here. Remember, Kay Everett didn't play that shit either. I love I love Rep Johnson.
1: She's, she's no, I vote for her. Wouldn't Kay Everett, the one that got caught taking some kickbacks well, mine is for sausages? <laughs> 17 pounds of sausages. Right. Uh,
7: okay, listen, maybe <laughs> not take no sausages for bribe. I don't know what she was thinking about then. There must have been some damn good sausages to risk your political career, but. <laughs> Everything else, the straightforwardness, being who she is, that's what we need. We don't need no more
1: BS here in Detroit. Okay, and Red, uh, before we let you go, uh, so, so what, what, what's a guy that's broke, down on his luck, no gas, no stockings, no tree, no candles for the menorah? What are you going to do with the rest of your day?
7: Uh, I'm about to go over to the Hands Farms and start cutting down their their bush trees and selling them for uh, that's uh, that's that's discount that's Christmas, that's Christmas that's trees. <laughs> discount Be- because I heard all the Christmas tree lots are running out of supplies because everybody's going to buy fresh trees. Good good going, everybody buying the fresh live tree. We really need less trees <laughs> in this in this environment good going but since that's such a hot item i'm gonna go on here and hit a couple of hands farms far up i got my jigsaw in the back of the car and i'll be on the corner of mac and Bewick with ten dollar christmas trees
1: <laughs> send us a picture because you, you ain't gonna call, catch me dead at mac Bewick with the whole goddamn city's flat broke dude
7: matter of fact that's the only way you're gonna catch me on mac and Bewick is dead <laughs>
1: And I know the dude that can come pick you <laughs> up. <laughs> and it's good to have connections in high places. <laughs> you know what it costs? Oh, it only costs 30 bucks to pick up your body. That's cheaper than the fucking Christmas tree. Really? Think about I that. that.
7: I might have it by the time he get there because I had to only sell six trees. Oh, man.
1: No, that's yeah, I got three. this all worked out. That would be three trees, Red. Yeah. No, no
7: I, I, Did I say, I said 10, you, 10 bucks a piece. He's already lowered the said, price. I lowered the price. <laughs> <It's a scale.
2: laughs>
7: Just that fast. I haven't even tried to sell the first damn tree. I'm already giving discounts. This <laughs> is how 50. shook up I am with no unemployment check.
1: I'm desperate. Well, do me a favor. Walk over there to that door there with your camera, man. Let me let me uh, let's uh, peek uh, inside there. Let's take us on a trip.
7: Okay. Let's All right. see. Let's
1: see All right. Now, these security guards look vicious and
7: mean. Go go talk to the uh, security to the, friends, you said you paid them off. That was the only the one at the front gate. The ones inside, um, they, they were above reproach. Sell a Tree.
1: Go ask them how much they make, if they get benefits. Ask, ask them if they, uh, what's their hourly wage? <laughs> He's going in there. Yeah, well, Where's your mask, bitch? Oh, no. <laughs> they don't care.
2: They don't care. Hold
1: <laughs> on. Oh, no, I'm, I'm trying to get the camera to turn around here. Just, this is what happens when you're technically... All, all you got to do is just turn it around physically, Red. There you go. So, Red is now is. walking yeah. into. That's
7: a Hello, nice building. Hey, dude, there's a tree back here. Take, take the tree. Can I ask you quick question? I'm sorry. I don't have my mask on because. Huh?
1: Oh, she gave me Hey, hey mask. you got a free mask. Look at that. So go sell that, Red.
7: I'm oh, live right now on the No
1: BS News Hour
7: with Charlie McDuck. He's on here. Say hey, Charlie.
1: Hey. Merry Christmas, ladies. Happy hey. Hanukkah.
7: Yes. So we wanted to know how much you make an hour. And if they give you all benefits for all the good hard work y'all do here to work through the pandemic. Uh, okay. They're not paying y'all enough. <laughs> oh, they, they say they're not going to express Uh-oh. that. They know that unemployment ain't working right now and they ain't trying to get on it.
1: <laughs> okay, good. Okay. Tell them, thank you. Merry Christmas. Can I ask them if you can have that tree in the back?
7: Ladies, thank you. Merry Christmas! And uh, if if I give you ten bucks each to look that way, can I walk out the door with that Christmas tree?
1: <laughs> no, no.
7: oh they didn't call back up on me I got to go I got right. to go
1: thanks Red Merry Christmas brother
7: oh, oh you give me that one. I'll give you 20 bucks for that one. Hold oh, no y'all y'all don't see that one over there that's the big granddaddy there I ain't got no gifts to go under it but hey matter of fact I'll just give you two bucks for this one right here on the couch <laughs> <laughs> you made her laugh uh Red that's a ladies good y'all have a good day and we wanted to tell y'all thank y'all for being out here working through all this oh they didn't called out the, the cleaning lady on me too i got to go these ladies right. don't like they play right. yeah i have a merry christmas
1: ladies there it is all right Red. we'll let you go brother You're Beautiful. thank you there you go well ladies and gentlemen that's it your freshest hour of news no doubt about that that, that was wild it's good happy hanukkah love you karen red deuces great job try to love one another
5: Bye. My-